Hello and welcome to the first sports card episode of One of One Sports and Cards. I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, and with me as always, my friend, Jared Drush. What's going on, guys? So to start off, we're going to talk about our pickups of the week. I know you picked up three cards. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what you picked up. Um, this is something we're going to do uh, every week if we do pick up anything. Don't know if we really going to have pickups consistently. I uh, don't expect, you know, the $5,000 cards. I don't have the budget for that. So I picked up two 2003 uh, NetPro uh, Serena Williams rookie cards, but they're not really rookie cards, but they are very um, collectible, I think, since they are making a tennis documentary. And I'm going off the assumption of, like, the F1 documentary did, how the F1 documentary, you know, kind of blew up the, the F1 market. So I'm like, you know, maybe this is a smart investment, and there's really nothing wrong you can't go along with, you know, a go. I mean, if she, if they don't go up, I only pay twenty dollars for both. That's not that bad. You you could spend that you could spend that twenty dollars on a prospect that turns out to be absolutely terrible. So if it does not pan out, you know, to be worth what I think it should be, then you know, I'll just keep it in my collection as an awesome goat piece. And I did pick up a two thousand twenty one uh, Bowman Forst. Uh, Purple refractor of Jeremy De La Rosa. I don't have the card in with me on hand. It's still in shipping. The dude took like five days to ship it. It kind of made me upset. So, um, Jeremy De La Rosa, I like a lot as a prospect. And I know you do as well, Nathan. Yes, of course. Being a Nationals fan, I'm high on Jeremy De La Rosa. I'm lucky enough to have one of his autos that I pulled from Bowman Platinum. So, I paid $9.50, which I think is a pretty good deal. They usually go for about $15 to $20 usually. So I'll take that. You know, 10 bucks. it was a late night auction. And there's also another really good tip. If you're on a budget and you really don't spend a lot of money, late night auctions are your best friend. I've won a lot of really decent cards at auction late at night Same here. that they just don't go for the money they should because, one, it's late. Two, they they don't get a lot of attention, and most people are in bed, and most people is not gonna you know, put the bid in and go to bed. If it's too late for me, like those some that ended at like five in the morning, I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna bid on it and go to bed. If I win it, I win it. If I don't, I don't. And I have one, a couple. So pick that up. Prospecting. I hope he becomes good. He's got talent. Um, he's young. I think he's only like 19. He's uh. There's nothing. He's, he reminds me of Juan Soto a lot. I don't know if you mind if you mind you a lot of Juan Soto. He makes me like Juan Soto is like him. Are like the both lefties, they both have good swings. Not quite as good as Juan Soto's. I mean, whose swing is better than Juan Soto's? Not very many Not people many right people. now. He's honestly the best hit on baseball. And I'm lucky enough to have at least one 2018 tops update flagship card that I, I pulled. So I'm very fortunate to have that. I'm going to send it into PSA when they eventually, you know, come down price. So, Nathan, I know you picked up a card. Why don't you tell them what you got today? Earlier this week, I picked up a rookie 2017 status pink out of 149 of one of my favorite players, Jonathan Isaac. I know he's been hurt for the last couple of years with that torn ACL. But I feel like in the Magic system, just a young team, whenever he comes back, whenever he comes back, they have a very bright future, and he also has a very bright future as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah, you know, Suggs, Cole Anthony, Audrey Hampton, which is probably one of my favorite players on that team. If, Franz Wagner also. Yeah, I forgot about him. You know, he just came out of 
really no way. I did not expect him to be really anything. I didn't think he was going to be, you know, I guess possibly rookie of the year candidate? I mean, he's up there. I mean, yeah, he is. It's not really taking much this year's class. There's only three or four guys that actually have a chance to win it. I think right now the front runner is probably Mobley, in my opinion. But there's a couple people that's creeping up the ladder and getting close. Uh, Jalen Green's fell way down. Uh, I think he's pretty much out of chances now with what, shooting like 12% from the field yeah. last week or something like that, you told me. Something insane, just you ain't going to win Wiki Deal doing it. And, of course, we'll talk more about basketball later, in which we preview some of the upcoming sports card releases. But one of the biggest news, I know we're a little late with this, but the Tops and Fanatics deal, a huge deal on the sports car market, which makes me feel a little better about the market in the next few years whenever Fanatics takes over, is having Tops. What do you feel? I can see this going two ways. I can see this being either really good or really bad. I mean, Fanatics. We all love and hate Fanatics. I know you have a love-hate relationship with Fanatics, and I know I do. So, I think Fanatics taking over Topps' ownership is good. I, I'm okay with them. I'm happy they didn't buy them completely out, buy Topps. Like, I know they bought Topps, but I'm glad they didn't just like erase Topps forever and make their own cards. Because I think they would have did that. I don't think Fanatics would be able to keep up or make the card designs or they would monopolize it and make it way too expensive. So that's how I think it's good for the... We'll have to see. We can't really speculate on this. This is something that's just, we have no control of. We're just going to have to go with the flow. Either it's going to work or it don't. And if it doesn't work, I guess you can, people can just leave the hobby. So we'll have to find out. It's going to be interesting. The next... We still have about three to four years of tops. Just base tops. Uh, until Fanatics starts to take over. I feel like it's a good thing because I feel like Fanatics is going to go in with Tops. They're still going to have the same, like, Bowman, Series 1, Series 2 update, all their regular products, and that's huge. And also, it could, with them getting the rights to football and basketball, be a return of one of mine, I know one of your favorite yes. products, Tops Football and Tops Basketball. I mean, who doesn't love Tops Basketball and Tops Football? It, everyone loves it. The fractals are better than the prisms, in my opinion. Well, hollows, silvers, you know. So, I think it's going to be... I really hope we do see Topps football again and Topps basketball again. Because I tell you what, those are some of my favorite cards in my collection. Well, I feel like they will because Panini, now they're... They're still basically UFC, I think, now. UFC and NASCAR. That's about yeah, it. I mean, they could still produce... Soccer. Don't they have soccer, too? Yes. They could still produce football, basketball, baseball... I mean, continuing with the... No logos, though. Yeah, I no mean, they've logos, already done, been doing that with baseball yeah. for, I don't know how long, since 2010, 2011? Yeah. 12, maybe? And moving into that, do you like... I know this is this is a big controversy in the sports card market, but Panini or Topps Baseball, of course, Topps holds a lot more resale value, but Panini cards do look better. Yeah. Investing in... More investing is Topps. Like, if I'm investing in a play I'm going with Topps. Flagship, Chrome, even Bowman's Best. You know, if I can't afford a false Bowman or Wiki Auto, I'm going to get the Bowman's Best or the Finest. Well, Finest is still kind of creeping up there. Finest has always been undervalued, in my opinion. Now it's starting to creep up. I think collectors and investors want to see, hey, Finest is a good-looking set. It's a high-end set. So, I do love Panini Baseball, though. I love it. It looks so much better than Topps. Topps is kind of boring, in my opinion, with the insurance, with the case hits. Panini Baseball, you can get the Color Blast, which are beautiful. Downtowns. There's so many. I can't even name them all. 
I mean, kabooms. Those kabooms, you know? Kabooms are great looking. The new whammies. The whammies. They've had those for a long time, actually, because I was looking through eBay, and I think they forced me Domus Baseball. Panini Domus Baseball. It's just clear off because I've been making Domus for a long time. I think it was like 2017 whammy, or 2016 even. It was of King Livy Jr. Beautiful card. I'm a huge King Livy Jr. fan. Uh, of course, he played for my Weds, but who likes Weds Griffey, honestly? It was down in school. And to move on with baseball, of course, the biggest set of this year that's about to get released February 16th, unless it could be delayed, is Top Series 1. Hobby's going to start at 135, Jumbo 215, and, of course, the big chase in this one is Wander Franken. Yeah, I don't – we don't know the checklist yet. I don't think it's been released. We can kind of speculate the players that's going to be in it. Like Wanda, we already know he's going to be in it because they came out last year when they were releasing the design. Wanda was already on it. And honestly, it is kind of an ugly design. I don't really care for it. But, I, I like the design. But it's Wanda, so I'm going, I'm going to buy some because it's stupid not to buy Wanda. I really hope there's more rookies in this, in this set. I hope it's not just like a 2020 Series 2 where it's just a loot Bob Chase. I don't like that. I don't like a one called Chase. I hate that. Because what's the point of buying a box where you can just go out and buy the only card? Yeah, you can pull the gold. Yeah, if you buy a jumbo, you can buy the you can buy the jumbo and get the gold foil, which does carry a very high premium because it's only a jumbo exclusive. But what's the point? If you're going to buy Series 1 and there's only one doing it, if I'm going to buy Series 1, I'm going to open up until I pull my first one, and then I'm going to buy and hold sealed and buy singles. That's the smallest thing, in my opinion, if it's only a Wando chase. But I don't think Topps is going to do that. I think they're smart enough. I think they realized they did what they did in 2020 Series 2 was just a Lubob chase. It was just, you know, they didn't make a lot of money off it. So I think they need to kind of put some good rookies in. I think Shane Baz will be in it because he did make his debut a little behind the All-Star break, I think. Uh, he's going to be a very good pitcher to pick up, I think. Dude's nasty. So, uh What's the next set on the thing? February 9th, Donner's Basketball, of course, could be delayed. But Donner's Basketball, one of <laughs> one of my favorite products, although Donner's this year and last year's baseball is kind of an ugly design. But Donner's, along with Hoops, doesn't hold a lot of value a few months down the road after, like, Prism, and Select, Optic. Optic. I, don't, I wouldn't even say Select, honestly, anymore. True. But it comes out February 9th. Contenders football, I know that's a big... That's a big one for the autos. Yes, big one for autos. Comes out February 18th, as long as there's no delay. That's the big thing with uh, cards now is delays. Everything's getting delayed. And I don't know if it's Tops or Penny's fault. I think it's resources. I think they're running low, and they don't... They're printing for demand, and they know the demand's high on these products. So they got to print to oblivion... But it's going to take longer to get out to people and distributors to get to the card shops and then to the retail shops. So it's just going to be interesting how long these are going to be behind. We've seen those NBA hoops, yes. blaster boxes. Yeah, the NBA hoops, blaster boxes. I mean, I still haven't seen them on the shelves around where I live. I know that I've seen some people on YouTube opening them up. Yeah. I don't know if they got an early release of it. Some people do. But, of course, Hoops came out almost a month ago, and usually... It's about a week and a half to two weeks yeah. after, but it's been almost a month. So, 
I don't know what's going on. Hopefully we can see hoops on the shelves again. Hopefully it doesn't get bought out. I don't think it's going to be a hot commodity like uh, Mosaic is. But I think it's going to be a little tough to find. It's not going to be on the shelf like, oh, hey, like Tops Update Baseball. Yeah. So as uh, many of you know, the best quarterbacks out of the out of the draft two years ago, Burrow and Herbert. Herbert was his first year. Amazing. Amazing. He was amazing in his second year. Had a few bad games, but Joe Burrow has been he's been balling. He's led them to the conference championship championship game. Possibly could lead them to a Super Bowl. But the real question is, has Burrow passed <laughs> Herbert for investors? This one's tough because they're young still. We see this with quarterbacks. We saw this with a couple quarterbacks. They start off really good in the quill. People buy a ton of the cards, and then they just not play good, like Cam Newton. Cam Newton was amazing. He has forced, what, two, three years? Yeah, rookie of the year. Of course, led the Panthers to a Super Bowl. And then after that, he had nothing. It just, like, died. Like And, he it, looked- and it was big because of injuries, and I, I think that's the main thing for Joe Burrow. Yeah. Is, uh, I mean, already had that. He already had that torn ACL last year, able to come back, and he honestly, he's surprised me with how well he has played. Yeah, I mean, torn ACL is tough to come back from, but QB, really not a big, you know, it's not like a running back or a wide receiver where a torn ACL can really ruin your career. QB, as long as you keep your arm intact, I think you're good. But So, so for you, who would you rather invest in right now? Right now? At this time, because I, I mean, prices right now for both of them are around the same. I know Herbert was a lot more, yeah. But since Burrow's injury and with how he's been playing, uh, they've the price have really come basically to within twenty, thirty dollars each other. Right now, I'm gonna pick up Burrow because if they do make it to the Super Bowl, it's going to be a very big deal. But long term, I do think Justin Homo because they have the better team, in my opinion. But we don't know what pickups they're going to do, or what trades are going to happen. You know, who knows? Maybe Jordan Love becomes the best. Maybe Tua. Tua. Maybe Tua, they pick up some defense because they do need defense. Maybe they pick up some guys and Tua becomes amazing. We don't know. But right now I'm, pick, I'm picking up Boyle. But long term, out of those two, it's going to be holding for me. For me, I've been a Herbert fan since he was in Oregon. For me, I'm still picking up Herbert. I believe Herbert's going to have the better career. I mean, he was third in passing yards this season throughout all the NFL. He was up there in touchdowns. Honestly, he was a MVP candidate until he had a few bad games, and of course then they didn't make the playoffs. But for me, Herbert has the better future. I feel like he's a lot better quarterback. He has a lot better team. Like you said, his offensive line is a heck of a lot better yeah. than Burroughs. But um, it, it is going to be interesting to see what they do in free agency. I know one of their top receivers, Mike Williams, is a free agent, but there's a lot of good receivers on the market this year. And, of course, their defense ha- also has a lot of free agents. All right, so news broke out. This came out, I think, two, three days ago. Um, eBay launches a new authentication for trading cards. Now, eBay has been testing and doing a lot of things since the sports cards have blown up. Because eBay is probably the number one reselling place for sports cards. There's no doubt in my mind. Pokemon, any any card, really anything now. Collectibles, anything. So they launched this, and from what I read, the authenticity guarantee service for trading cards 
including collectible card games, sports, and non-sports, so like Pokemon, Magic, The Gathering, and Yu-Gi-Oh! is also going to be in this. For, for sports cards, for $750 that are sold in the United States by mid-2022. So this is not going to affect right now. But this is going to possibly happen in March or April or something like that. So basically what it is, is they will expand to include graded, autographed, and patch cards sold for $250. After the transaction, cards will be mailed to a third-party authenticators so, I think it's CGC, which CGC is mainly a true, like, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, what I see more of. So, they're going to send them their cards to make sure they're authenticated, is what it sounds like to me. This is kind of confusing the way it's worn and stuff, so I hope I'm not confusing you. I'm going off basically is what they're saying. But, of course, when... When it gets closer to the time they're going to do this, they're going to... Give more information. Yes. And we'll definitely keep you guys updated on this. So this, this could possibly be a big deal for expensive cards. I mean, I have one problem with this. And that problem is the way shipping is nowadays. Shipping is terrible. People don't ship the cards correctly. People, the shipping companies don't. They just throw the crap or they lose it. I've had cards lost in the mail. I know you have. Yes. We all have. If we've bought cards off eBay, we've had cards either lost, stolen, or just not packaged well. Or they just sit at a USPS place for a week or two, Yeah. and then eventually you get a hold of them, and they're like, yeah, it's been sent out when it still shows on the tracking information that yeah. it's still at their facility. I mean, this could be a mess, because when you ship the item, and you put it in, and you go take it to the post office, it's out of your hands. Now we have... Two, three times actually, well, that thing's going to be touching shipping's hands because you're shipping it, you're giving it to them, they're going to give it to the authenticators, and then the authenticators are going to give it to them. That's a lot of time that a card is out on shipping, and stuff can go wrong. And we're not talking, you know, these are 15, 20 dollar cards, these are thousand dollar cards, possibly. And I know people don't want the thousand dollar cards just out there, people want them quick, especially if you're investing in a card and a player. Who knows how long this turnaround is going to be? Because shipping nowadays is like three to five days. Then you're going to add them, they're going to have to grade it. Who knows how long that takes? And then they're going to have to ship it back. So you're going to be at least seven days probably without that card. Plus the grade. So I don't know how this is going to turn out. I I don't know if they're thinking this through fully. How do you feel about this? I mean, other than shipping, like I hate that it's going to be... It's going to take longer to get cards. It's going to be longer to ship cards. Of course, everything that could happen while it's being shipped. But I do like the authentication yes. of them because, you know, when you go on eBay and there's all these guys on there that are like, is this card actually real? Yeah. You're, I'm, there's loopholes. All you got to do is put RP. Most newer collectors don't know what RP means. Or they put it at the very end or they put it in the description so they can get away with it. You're screwed. They have that in there. eBay knows they have it in there. They can't do nothing. You just didn't read I mean, I, I see that all the time when I just go on there and look at autos, and yeah. it's like reprinted autos, and they have it for the same price as the regular auto, yeah. and there's already bids on it. I'm like, what are these guys doing? Like, do they not know that this is reprinted? I mean, most of them you can clearly see, like with Tops, how they reprint their autos, but for other ones, it's it's not as obvious. Yeah. And fake cards. This is going to be a big deal for fake cards. I've seen a lot of fake Jordans, fake LeBons, fake Kobe's. Who knows? Any, any, any expensive cards have been faked, basically. 
And that is going to cut that out, I think. But what's going to happen if they the bio does buy this card and it does end up being fake? Are they going to get the money back? I hope they do. That's the thing. We don't know how... I mean, for eBay, though, if it comes out as fake, I mean, eBay's got to be on them being like, you got to refund this buyer, and they should be banned from eBay. Yes. So, this is going to be a very interesting developing topic or story. Um, We'll definitely keep you guys updated on this, because I think this could change the outlook on expensive card buying. This could either, one, make expensive cards sell more, or two... Make expensive cards be sold on Instagram or at shows. Which, in my opinion, shows are probably the best thing to do. But I don't go to card shows very often. Especially doing what's going on right now with the world. I've had it once. I don't want it again. But I, I feel like for eBay, they've already done some good things. With, and they've done some with the things. With the collection reporting. Yes. For when you buy cards and all that. And they give you like updated uh, numbers, prices, everything like that. And also, their uh, the one dollar shipping in the it's, eBay standard envelope. Yeah, that was they did. I think they gave that to us like what like six months ago. Yeah. And I just started doing it. I, I did too. And I'm gonna tell you guys, I do it if it's a card, you know, two three dollars. That's not more shipping for four dollars shipping. Throw it out with eBay standard envelope. Put it up for ninety three cents, which is I think the max you can go because it's three ounces. You can do a dollar just to give you some coverage, which is what you do. Yeah. So. This could definitely, you will sell more items. I've sold usually about three to five items a week to about 12 items in 48 hours one time. I will say one thing that I don't like about it, though. There's no protection. Is that, yes, there's no protection. And also the thickness yes. of the envelope. I had one today that I had to ship out that looked like it could be a little bit thick, thicker than what they wanted of the quarter inch. I, I still shipped it. I'm hoping they don't send it back. I don't know how picky they are. I don't know if they'll send it back or they might just let it go, but they use but I, I mean, as long as it doesn't go over their three ounces yes, limit, I, mean, I feel like thing. as thick as it could be, as long as it's still protected, as long as you can still yeah. seal the envelope, I mean, you don't want it to be too thick with the envelope and you just have a bunch of tape on it. Yeah. I mean, that, that looks terrible when the buyer gets it. The only thing I hate about the eBay envelopes is, one, there's no protection. Two... The tracking system on sucks. I don't know if you've looked at the tracking. The tracking is wonky, dude. Like, it's everywhere. Like, it doesn't really tell you. And it does come with tracking, but it's wonky. It's not accurate. And I think eBay did say it's not going to be as accurate as the, like, the other cards that you ship in bubble, mail, bubble mails and stuff because you're not scanning the item in the system. This is going off of reports. So, that... That's one reason I don't really like them, but yeah. So I think we're done with that because there's nothing really else to talk about, but we'll definitely keep you guys updated on that. And our last one. Last thing we're going to talk about today, which is a big, big topic in the sports card market with all the all the more printed stuff. There's a lot more demand. Are we entering another junk wax era like we did in the 90s? This is very interesting because we've seen... You can just tell. I watch a lot of videos on print ones, and I'll take one of the newest sets that came out, 2021 Tops Update Chrome. I know a guy, I don't know a guy, but I watch a guy. He does, so he did from the past, I think, from 2016 to 2021, the print ones of these Tops Update Chrome. And these are usually very low printed because they only go to Target and I think a couple other stores. So, from 2016, to 2021 deal that they had just made, it has jumped a lot in production, which is scary. And that's not even Topps flagship. 
That's not infinity prism. That's not Donalus. Hoops. These will get imprinted to oblivion. I mean, you've already seen it in base cards. I mean, prism base cards. When they first come out, like Jaw, Zion, all them, they were up six, eight hundred dollars in a ten. Now they're two, three hundred dollars. And I mean, especially with one of the ones that we've talked about already, the top series one hobby and everything for top series one with Wander. I mean, it's probably going to be delayed because they're going to have so much demand for it, and they want people to get the Wander rookies. Because you know how many people like him. So, I mean, I, I feel like they're going to definitely overprint it. Hopefully, we don't end up back in this Junk Wax era. But the thing is, here's the difference between the 90s and what we end now. We have autographs. We have parallel parallels. Numbered cards. We have different kind of cards. Yes, the 90s had precious metal gems. They had, they did have numbered cards, but it's very rare. Now we have numbered cards that we can pull, buy. I think numbered cards are going to be your best investment if you're an investor. I would not invest heavily in base cards. Base cards. I, I feel like some. I feel like some base cards are still going to be good. Yeah. Like the Luca. The Lu- The Luca. Hoops rookie, Donner's rookie. I don't know. So, I mean, they're very overpopulated. And if you look at the pop point PSA, it's so high. Just like the 2020, the 2019-20 Prism from Jaw and Zion's rookie. Those are super high. Meaningful. You got to look at the pop point PSA. Because people are going to submit these rookie cards because people love rookie cards. So they're going to submit them, try to flip them, or hold on to them. That's just going to keep the pop point. Climbing. Look at the look at the least wild poppy cool. How many of those are there? Oh, there's, there's too many to count. And if you go on eBay, Luis Wobble is a good player. Yeah. His PSA nines you can pick up for like ten bucks. I'm sorry, what? Ten dollars for a PSA nine of a potential stall. But he also is batting seventh, so I don't know why he's batting seventh, but that, that lineup has a lot of stall power. I think the best thing would do is either take some people out of that lineup and trade them or get rid of Lubob. I don't know. I feel like another reason that there could be a lot more printing is with all these different companies like Panini, Tops making more retail, like more retail products. I mean, you saw Flux come out this year. You saw Select come out last year, retail. If they And you saw the effects of Select. Oh, yeah. I mean, select prices, I mean, used to, it'd be, that, well, that was one of the best Panini products There's that you could get. It's probably thought after Object and Prism. But last year with them making it, and, and of course, luckily for collectors and stuff, that they changed from football when they did NFL, all of it looked the same, hobby, retail. Yeah. But for basketball, they ended up changing it to hobby or blue, which was a good thing. Blue is retail. So if you look at select football, the prices are in the dumpster. You can get a numbered home of like 50 bucks. That's insane. You get a prism numbered card of home up to 50, you're going to be paying a big bucks for it. So I think uh, Poppy Point is huge right now. I think numbered cards and parallels are going to be your best friend. If you don't have the budget, base cards are going to be the next best thing, but we're not really guaranteeing that base cards are going to be the best investment because who knows what base cards end up doing. 90s, 90s Hall of Famer Ricky cards only go for two, three bucks. How much does Shaq's go for? Not in a 10, just ungraded. 
Not very much. Like a five to Nala caller. Yeah. Billy Bonds, I know a lot of people don't like him, but arguably one of the greatest hitters ever. You can get his 1987 tops baseball card for him. I think I've seen low bids of like two, but they go up to like eight. And you get PSA 10, they go for like $800. But they were very hard to get 10s. They still are. So, base cards, be cautious. Don't spend all your money on base cards. Here's the thing. Would you much rather have five Wanda Franco base cards or one gold, which is equal to the five base cards? Would you rather have the gold Wanda Franco, which is the same price, which I don't know if it's going to be, but metaphorically, let's say it is. Five base Wanda Franco or one gold Wanda Franco? Which ones you have? Oh, I'd rather have a gold. I mean, as long as it grades well. That's I a mean, tough thing, though. Gold is very tough to, to grade. But still, even if you get a PSA 9 or something, they're not as common yeah. as the base cards are going to be. They'll be numbered to 2021. So, five base cards, I'd be definitely picking the gold. Gold, people love gold. We see it in the hobby. Gold prisms, gold cards, they sell for a stupid amount of money. You can literally have the crappiest player in the world. Of a gold number to ten for Penny Prism, it'll still sell for about five bucks at least. So that's my that's what I think about it. Just be I don't know we're not entering it yet, but I think we need to stay cautious and watch it. Because eventually I think that if we keep going, we will get in it, I think. Well another reason we could get into it is also Panini could be like, Yeah, we're not we don't have the license. Yeah. So we're gonna put it into oblivion to get it out. So that we can make as much money as we need yeah. so that we can continue running on soccer and all of them. Different products that aren't as big as basketball. Well, soccer's getting huge right now. I've been watching a lot of videos, um, a lot of trends, and soccer is the most probably popular sport growing. Sport that's growing in popularity. F1's right there too. Hopefully tennis comes and creeps up a little bit. So... Yeah, that's my take. I hope you guys have enjoyed that. I hope I've I just hope you guys have enjoyed this. Hopefully you subscribe, stay with us. We'll be doing this every week. Of course, you can always talk about something with the card market. Next week, go in depth more of new releases. Hopefully we get some the checklist for series one yeah. comes out. Hopefully we see if there's delays. Possibly from Tops, Panini, stuff like that. We'll also give you, if we pick up anything, new pickups from us. And also we could look into some of the players that we are investing in yeah. in different sports. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. We hope that you continue to keep on collecting. See you next week.